This is a loosely coupled show with James Hickey and Derek Martin. If you're new to this channel, we chat about software architecture and design. Make sure to subscribe to get all our latest episodes. If you have a suggestion for a topic or a guest, make sure to let us know in the comments. I, well, I'm going to say I suspect, but I'm, I don't want to say I know because I don't know in the conclusive way, but I, I highly suspect that most organizations really fail in this area, the specifications and requirements. And look, looking back to my own experience, the first company I worked for, well, the first two companies, the, the second company I worked for actually acquired the first one I worked for, so it was, it was kind of like a seamless thing. Um, but I did, I did do some transitions as far as what I worked on. Um, so in that case, uh, I was working on this platform for automotive manufacturers um, to deal with like their finances. So if you if you owned like a Kia dealership and you also owned another kind like a Toyota dealership, you'd have to deal with the finances differently. So this just helped you to like upload your finances to the head office and and then they could do analysis on it, blah blah blah, stuff like that. Um, so we we had a development team, probably about 20 developers, maybe a bit less, a bit more, depending on when it was. But um, yeah, but we had like accountants on our team, like actual accountants who had experience in like automotive finances, people who had worked for like Mitsubishi, Mercedes-Benz, and these kinds of companies. Um, there's one. There was one person in particular too who was like. I'd say like the the expert. She had worked for like multiple manufacturers. She was definitely like the uh, subject matter expert. So that was it. It wasn't like a domain-driven kind of thing. It wasn't a very collaborative kind of thing. Putting that aside, it was still driven by. The pe these people who are actually had like industry knowledge and had been in industry. So the requirements that the developers would get, I mean, it's it's still as a developer you would you would get. Here's what you need to build. Here are the things that it needs to do. Um, you know, still a lot of ambiguity in terms of or leeway in terms of how you can do that, but definitely the the core pieces of of what you had to do was was well done. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there was a lot of room for for improvement, but yeah, I mean, it was it was well done. And then uh, after that, I worked for a project for an insurance company. And same thing, like as a developer, you get these requirements, and there's some leeway. Usually, like I would say, usually in terms of like UX and UI. Um, and no guidance as far as like how you're going to code this thing, but from like a business per perspective, at least at least the requirements were done by like people who actually were in the field, experts in that in that uh, domain. So yeah, I mean when I think of like the requirements that we got for the, for that project, they were very well done. Um, we're working now. There's literally no no specs, no requirements. We get like screen like. Here's a diagram of the UI, and now you have to build it. Um, and so a lot of, a lot of what I've been trying to do is incorporate domain-driven kinds of things, like 
event storming and, and collaboration, these kinds of things. Um, and it's been getting better. Um, there's still a lot of room for improvement, for sure, like we had talked about the last uh, session. But yeah, I mean, that's just the layout of my experience. I've seen good, I've seen bad, and I'm sure there's there's even like way better um, that maybe you've experienced. Um, what I like to do, maybe I'll just throw it out, is it, where I am now, what I like to do is comes back to architecture. Um, especially using CQRS, where you can divide things in terms of queries and commands. Um, and once there's some, once there's kind of an understanding of how, let's say, a feature or a product or whatever is going to work, I, and this comes back to event storming. You can do this with event storming, plot out all your events, and then typically each event will have a command associated to it. Um, and probably each view model or UI piece will have a a query attached to it, at least to start off. And yeah, I literally just like to list off, like here are all the kinds of things that users can interact with. And I like to think of them as like either commands or queries, but but kind of at the higher level of as a user, I can do these things. Um, so I literally just list them off. And I think once, once you do that, I like to tr basically translate them into like actual not translate it into code, but start digging into those individual use cases more of like, here, here's the kind of thing that this command needs to do, it needs to interact with this, and maybe we can use this approach or this technique or pattern or whatever, and even sometimes I'll code up like a quick, like, oh, maybe this piece should be a value object and this piece should be an entity, and I'll actually just code up like a quick sketch of that and screenshot that and pop it in for people to to, to see when they're actually like going to that piece. Um, that seemed to work well, especially when you have people coming into the project later, they you can kind of say like, okay, here's what we've done. Here's the next piece that we need to do. Um, and you can link those to like the, if you have um, like wireframes or, or whatever. You can even link specific use cases to a specific screen or whatever. Um, I mean, it's still not ideal, but it's given kind of where the company's at that seems to work well. Um, but I think the next step is just to do to do that at the higher level, like interact with whoever is actually planning these these features or whatever. But yeah, I mean that that works well for me or where I am. Um, but again, yeah, it it definitely exposes issues. I think just the more you can write write things down and try to figure out, okay, if this if this happens and this happens, what about this scenario here? Like, oh, this actually there's an issue with this scenario. We got to deal with it, as opposed to like we've coded everything and we discover this big issue, and it's kind of late to discover that. Yeah, I think um, what you're alluding to at the end there is I'm trying to think back at like different projects that I've worked on and they all, they've all been very different um, in terms of how they worked. Um, but I would, I feel like I, I'm, I'm just winging this right now. I, this isn't a digested thought. I'm just coming up with it right now is I feel like most people that I've talked to in the business 
um, or like for the application that we're writing that are involved in it, generally do think about events. They do think about workflow. Mm -hmm. That's generally actually how they think about it. And I feel like my past self years ago would have ignored that or not even seen it because I was too much into just a general basic CRUD approach. Not like that's not to say that users themselves that you're talking to, like if you're just getting a screenshot of a UI and they're like, add this box, right? Like I want to enter it. I, that's not to say that they won't do that. How, cause I think there's probably a situation where both occur. But when I think back about some of the real stuff like that I've worked on, even the apps that um, maybe weren't using an event-driven approach or CQRS or any of that stuff, when I think about what the app did and how I would talk to those people and like the, the situations we would talk about, everything was always about a workflow and events. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just that the app didn't capture that, yeah. how it was written. Yeah. Right. And I so. So it's a very like implicit thing. So you manually have to kind of connect the dots yeah. as opposed to making that that connection ex like an explicit thing that happens. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of shocking to me now that I think about this. You think like, oh, it's like just all these. Which I suspect in a lot of cases is a lot of crud being developed. And I think, no that's, yeah, <laughs> I think that is very applicable in certain situations of parts of apps, right? I think yeah. like that's for sure is applicable for a lot of setup data and stuff potentially. Yeah. There's a lot of workflow involved in, yeah. And, and I think about how um, modeling that and those state transitions via kind of a task, especially when you're talking oh. to users about UI and it being task driven. I wonder if it hasn't been developers themselves causing the issue of CRUD and going down a CRUD way rather than, I, for some reason, I always had this notion that it was users forcing developers down this road of CRUD. But I, the more I'm thinking about it right now, I'm like, ah, I don't know, because everybody I've really ever talked to hasn't ever really worked in that, like from a business side, from a user side, hasn't really ever thought that way that I yeah. think about it. So this is like this is like a self-inflicted wound when we go down this path of, because I think about I've said this a million times on Twitter, which is and it bothers the hell out of me, but it's a reality is, the vast majority of tutorials or one hundred and one entry level coding stuff that you see regarding anything, is crud. Yeah. The problem with that is, and the reason it's that way, and I'm guilty of it too, is because. You're not about to create some elaborate example to show some basic concept. But when you do that, you, you make um, uh, kind of decisions that you're aware of thinking, I wouldn't really do it this way if this were a piece to a larger puzzle, but this is a demo application. So I don't need to do this. It's kind of, that's kind of over the top. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like a three. API endpoint, like it's, it, it, you know what I mean? Just doesn't need all this stuff that I would normally have potentially. But then those examples get used and then they turn into a massive app because somebody reads yeah. them that way and then thinks that's the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah, so and I think a piece of that too is like, 
going back to the frameworks. Yeah, just the whole like MVC control. You've got controllers and you've got views and models. Okay, I'm gonna put all my business logic in a model and I'm gonna show that on a view and my controller is just gonna connect the two. And then- Yeah, it's just a pattern that you see examples with and that's yeah. kind of the end of it, right? Yeah. I mean, there are good examples of like good sample apps, but having said that, yeah, I think that having these these simple ones that, like I said, I'm guilty of, um, I I worry sometimes about how they get interpreted. But going originally back to the requirements stuff, I'm I'm still with yeah the I think more in line with where you were talking about your first two roles, and. I don't necessarily view that as a bad situation. If, you know, I mean, when working on a given task and you have these requirements of what something needs to happen, it's really understanding how that fits into the larger scheme of what the software is and what you're actually trying to accomplish with it. I mean, I, it's just under, it's just, it's just having better understanding, I think. Yeah. Um, I think there is also this, I've had people really, uh, I don't know what the word to use, uh, be mad at what I'm about to say, which is, yes, we're problem solvers, I get that, but, and you wanna understand the problem so that you can implement a really good solution, but what's to say that you are as knowledgeable about the very like the, the very details of the problem itself that somebody else is giving you the solution for that you need to implement. You know what I mean? Like there's been situations yeah. where I've been in where like in you were talking about like in manufacturing where the 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 deep understanding that somebody had about the problem took me a couple of years to really gain <sighs> that that deep and I still didn't have to what the person was educating me on about what the situation was. And yeah. it had a lot to do with fine, like the financials of manufacturing. But for me to be like two months in and being able to talk to somebody in that domain and come up with a solution that I would have came up with something, but I likely feel like in that situation, the solution coming out of the person with 30 years experience about the domain probably had a little bit more weight to it. Yeah. How I implement it is a different story. I'm the only one that can do it. I'm the technical person. I get that. And I should understand as much as I can. But I think there's this, this correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe I'm just totally out of left wing here, but I think there's a lot of developers that think that they need to come up with a solution, like the yeah. business solution. And it's like, well, I'm a problem solver. I should be fixing business solutions too. I think, yes, that'd be awesome. And you should be, you should be involved deeply into it. But don't, discount anybody else from coming up with a solution. Yeah, I think I would agree. I would agree with you with, I think there are edge cases. We won't go there. I would agree. And I'd add that I think it's important for us to probe. So yes. as, as developers, I think it's important for us to say, okay, here's your solution. But what about this thing out here? And what about this thing out here? Like what happens when you, deal with this other thing or this this weird scenario or whatever i i 
like I've seen that's the value that I a lot of times I can bring is here's what you've given me and now I'm just going to think about how can I break yeah. this or like and even uh, if it's to get confirmation back that yeah you're right about this and I never mm -hmm. thought about that yeah. awesome or no you're an idiot that's the dumbest <laughs> question I ever heard but that you're an well not you're an idiot but you know that's a dumb yeah. question dumb questions are awesome too because then they start validating things that you think are an issue that aren't even an issue at all yeah right it's just, it's gaining it's kind of like when we talk to Adam it's gaining your understanding um, so yeah I'm all for the collaboration um, but I don't think it needs to be like the needle has to point one direction or the other totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it depends on the company too. I mean, yeah, going back to some those companies I worked for before, it's like, yeah, I mean, they, like you said, they had people who are like 30 years experience in the industry. It's like, they, they know what, they know how it works, right? Yeah. They know and what needs there's... to be done. There's always and, that argument too, which is they're maybe too close to it too to see sometimes. Yeah, and I think yeah that that comes down to yeah again asking being able to ask questions like okay well as far as I understand it here's the solution like what if we tried it this way like does that make sense? Yeah. So I think yeah it's yeah I mean it's maybe it's like a halfway from what you were saying like it's we're, we. We don't want to discount what they say, and we have to recognize they know the domain. But there is definitely an aspect that they could be too close to it. Correct. Yeah. Um, but then I think, yeah, our role is just okay. Let Let's think about it this way. Like, um, again, coming back to like like boundaries, right? It's like, do we want to separate things by technical concerns or by other other metrics, like rate of change of of code, yeah. or um whatever right like language like ubiquitous language or whatever however you want to do that um then presenting those to 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 them and being like does this make sense like if we do it here's the scenarios we'll take the same scenarios and test it against this new way of thinking about the model does that make sense to you and yeah i think it's just it's somewhere in between right like yeah, it's, yeah it's just it's not this here's the stack of papers that say exactly how to implement something like that yeah the to me doesn't work <laughs> and then the exact other side of like here's nothing developer you figure it all out and you have no almost no knowledge potentially mm -hmm. of the domain you're in it's like well how naive is the solution you're going to come up with it's going to be so correct, it's, probably yeah probably so it's finding that collaboration in between, right? Like, I think it's just, I, I don't know. I feel like our industry is full of extremes. It's like one, everything we do is always like one side or the other and just trying to find the balance. Yeah, every, it's tef, it's something driven development. Everything is something driven <laughs> development. Yeah. And you can't, yeah. you can't be like, I'll take a little bit of that and I'll take a little bit of that. And that's a good idea. Let's, let's use some of those principles, but so it's like, you're all agile or you're all TDD or DDD or whatever DD. Yeah. Or DD something. <laughs> yep. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Loosely Coupled Show. If you did, please subscribe for more on software architecture and design.